You're listening to The Simple Truth, an LL Canada podcast. We hope this message will bring transformation, not just information, and encourage and challenge you into a deeper relationship with Jesus. One of the things, we want to just take a look at Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 to 3. Mm, yeah. yeah. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sin, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. Now it goes on to say, that's not who we are today. Mm -hmm. My point is, this is who we were. We were by object natures of wrath because we were disobedient and because we were under the power of the enemy. So that means that today we're supposed to be under the power of Jesus and obedient. And I think one of the things that really, really um, invests a lot into our children is when they see us submitted to God mm -hmm. and obedient to His will. Those two things cannot be manufactured, but they really transfer over all kinds of careers, all kinds of seasons, in and out, and, and let your children see your walk with God. And let them, let them see how real you love Him. Now this may say, you may be saying, well, this is a wake-up call. Well, yeah, it is for all of us. When we realize sometimes, it's done it for us, when we realize that there's little people watching, following in our footsteps, Yes, it really. It's kind of a serious thing. It does. In fact, many yeah. young families return to church yeah. when their firstborn comes along. They realize, oh my gosh, we are responsible for another little life. And what are we, we going to? And we need God. Yeah. What are we going to teach yeah. them about spiritual matters? So it's it's not a bad thing. And I'm not trying to give you a fear here. I think what often can be such a blessing is not the symptom. It's a deeper root. And so in this session. Some of the, the principles we share here, they're actually going to have a lot bigger bang for your buck as far as the impact, but they won't often, you won't see it on the surface the way you expect. So first thing we want to share with you is something called generational influences, mm -hmm. the effects of the fathers on the children. Often people will ask, what did we do with our children? And probably the best thing that we did is we listened to people who taught us the scriptures mm -hmm. about generational influence. And whether it's Exodus chapter 20 that says here, um, actually, do you have that? Yeah, it's, you shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, your Lord, your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sins of the parents to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commands. Okay, so this is God talking about worship me and worship me first. Mm -hmm. But he's saying this will bless your family in the sense of, I'm showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me. And, but the word is, uh, I think the word here is what? Punishing? Mm -hmm. But it's, it's more of a, a visiting or in other words, when you and I as parents receive God's uh, gift of a generational influence or generational inheritance, we can give the enemy authority in that. Mm -hmm. Our forefathers may have given the enemy authority. And I, what I want to share with you is one of the I think the best thing that's been given to us for our family mm. is the gift of understanding this principle. Mm. And not even, some of it we've needed to tell our children about, but most of it we just needed to go back to the Lord. And our, we don't have time to explain it all, but examples uh, in the scripture are people like Daniel and um, uh, Nehemiah, 
uh, also uh, intervening, God intervened in Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in a theme that was operating in their lives generationally. And so when we choose to deal with generational curses, we give our children a different inheritance. So you can actually see things happening in your family today. You might have to deal with it together. You might have to deal with it, a dynamic here and a dynamic there, but maybe we're dealing with a dynamic here. Have we, have we dealt with the marriage themes on our family line? Have we dealt with every place? Does, is God the one in authority of the marriages in our family trend? Or do we come from a long line of broken marriages? Mm -hmm. If we come from a long line of broken marriages, is there a generational inheritance there that's not honoring God, where Satan has authority? We need to deal with it in Jesus' name so that our children, not only we receive something different, mm -hmm. but our children receive something different. Boy, have we seen change there. We'll tell you a couple sure. stories. So we bless our children when we obey God. We curse our children when we disobey, as, as Karen just read. And, and none of us wants to curse our children. But let me just, just tell you, um, there could be all kinds of things in a generational theme. Sometimes, you know, we tell stories and we say, isn't it great that we come from a long line of landowners, uh, politicians? Well, sometimes politicians doesn't get celebrated. Um, doctors and nurses, you know, or something like that, or pastors and missionaries. But what if you come from a long line, line of bootleggers and thieves? What if you come from a, a, a long line of, um, you know, four, five, six generations of, you know, living off of other people or, you know, that, that mentality today? Actually, here's an idea. Have you ever thought about the fact that today a lot of people believe that the way they're going to make it work financially is they're going to win a lottery they're not playing, they're going to inherit, a, 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 um, they're going to inherit, receive an inheritance from a rich relative they don't have, or they're going to get hurt at work and somehow compensation, a big amount of money is going to solve life's problems. Now, you probably know well enough that that is common in our culture, and it very rarely happens. But breaking generational mindsets around money, whether it's the dependence of money like it's a God, or it's a, a poverty mindset around it, each, both are equally, um, I guess, uh, integral in, in bonding or getting you into bondage, but both can be broken so that you can be free. So <clears throat> one of the, the places where Karen and I shared a common theme is we were, um, we were dealing with our children at a fairly young age and they were struggling academically. And all of a sudden a light went off for us, which was probably you, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> realizing that we both struggled academically as kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we took that to the Lord. Yeah, and one of the things that he showed me was I had in my, my own journey and my own wounding, really struggled with fear and anxiety and fear and anxiety actually really impedes your ability to learn. And so because I had had some cycles happen over and over in those foundational years, there was a real uh, fear of failure. And so it was almost like a stronghold. Well, I won't try something new because if then if I don't try something new, I won't fail. What was really hard to see is that as painful as that was to see it actually show up in your children is even doubly oh, painful. And so really. interestingly enough, you know, obviously we saw some concerns with one of our daughters 
and uh, started to pray and started to just say, Lord, what's going on? How can we be praying for her? How can we be supporting her? And so interesting to see the Lord's answer was actually this is coming through you. Wow. And so I that was, was so great. I was able to actually take that wound, which he began to show me and define it for me and say, actually, that is a consequence of, of your sin, things that came down through a wound. And so I was able to actually really renounce fear. I had never thought about fear as being sin because fear does not come from God. Fear is a byproduct of sin. I had never thought of that before in my Christian life. I also renounced the fear of failure and the beliefs. Um, I let the Lord sort through some beliefs. And actually, we never did any prayer ministry for that daughter. Um, it was me that actually got, in a sense, delivered. The stronghold was broken, and we saw immediate results well, in actually, her at, at the, school. And at the same time, I was dealing, like when we did this together, I was dealing with it on my side of things from a generational standpoint. Right. So our oldest daughter comes home with an A, and she's been struggling in school. Our next daughter comes home. She also mm -hmm. comes home with the high score in school where she'd been struggling. And we watched the two of them academically start to climb. Mm -hmm. We don't tell them what happened. We mm -hmm. simply realized that God showed us something. We prayed into it generationally with, with true repentance yeah. and broke the power of it in our family. And both of our kids started to show the results of it right away. Now that may sound like an extreme example for you, but we're one of those kind of maybe extreme. We just think if God's word says it, maybe we should try it. And in this instance, and there's other instances, we saw the fruit in our kids right away. By the way, both of them did really well academically once this was broken. Mm -hmm. It's like we took an obstacle out of their path that we didn't realize was there until God showed us. And for me, uh, this wasn't just my own wounding, but this went back generations yeah. for me as well. So there was something on the family line. It wasn't a bad family line. You know, I love the fact that in Exodus, it talks about for those who love the Lord, there's a blessing to a thousand generation. And I can say that both our families have received blessings. And we're here today because there were people in our generational line that bowed the knee to the Lord. And so the blessings are greater than the obstacles. Yeah. However, standing in the gap on behalf of the sin and the consequences is a really amazing thing. Thank you for joining this episode of The Simple Truth. Visit LLCanadaCourses.com for more information about LL Canada and the resources we offer.